0: Hey y'all and welcome to another episode of the hashtag truth challenge podcast slash web series where I talk about the whole truth and nothing but the truth in regards to mental health, young adulthood, relationships, all the things, basically how I'm like trash at all of it. But I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to get better. And that's the whole story. Period. That's that on that. That's on baby. Anyways, so today is the first episode of a new series where I pick out my favorite posts from some of my favorite favorite mental health creators. Today I'm going to be starting with posts from Nedra Tawab. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. I repost her all the time she is wonderful she's a licensed mental health uh therapist or counselor she specializes in boundaries and so for this month i've picked out four of my favorite posts from nedra tawab and i am going to read through them discuss them talk about my own experience with them so on and so forth so for today's post it is things i wish i'd known sooner so let's see there's one two three four five six seven bullet points and i'm trying to get through these because i don't want to talk too much but i like talking y'all like talking i like talking okay i'll be over here talking to myself but that's okay we all still talking all right all right things i wish i'd known sooner it's okay to miss people that no longer occupy space in your life listen there have been especially if you listen to my last story time about friendship breakups, there have been relationships that I have had to end, but yet I still miss that person. It's a weird thing because you feel like you shouldn't miss them because like the post says, like they no longer occupy space in your life. But it's like, I do miss you because we had a bond, we had a relationship, we had a connection, and we shared so many things, so it's like, I feel like it's um, just backwards to miss somebody that you yourself removed from your life or maybe you didn't. Maybe somebody was toxic and they like left on their own but you still kind of miss that tox- toxicness. We all been there sis. You miss that person that don't mean you not nan dad going good. I be missing people too and I try to just allow myself to like feel the feeling of missing the person and not suppressing it again, because suppressing my emotions has never helped me ever in life. So I try to feel my feelings about missing a person and sometimes it comes up unexpectedly and I have really bad withdrawals, but it is what it is and I'm okay and I'm a better person. Burnout is the result of unhealthy boundaries for yourself and with others. I did not realize that burnout was a real thing until I got burnt out, and I literally was just so tired, so fatigued, I had no energy and not just inner energy physically but I had no energy mentally spiritually and emotionally like I had nothing to give anyone because I had overworked myself I did that with friendships I did that with church I did that with work and not allowing myself to take time off and to rest and to recharge and regroup and so now I take my personal time my self-care very seriously Um, if you watch my stories you know that I took a week long um vacation from work and i didn't go anywhere i didn't go on like actual vacation i just took a whole week off because i just needed to reset and recharge because i deserve that um i can feel when i'm getting drained and when something is pulling too much out of me and i just need to like withdraw center myself again and then i can go out and be full of that energy and vivaciousness to, you know, do my jobs or have healthy relationships and just do things the way that I need them to be done, which is like quality and with care and with love and with compassion. And if I don't have any of those things, I can't give any of it. Number three, did I say number two? Okay, what is number three? You can't convince a person who is committed to being right. I'm going to read that one more time for the people in the back. You can't convince a person who is committed to being right. I'm going to read it one more time because something about it is resting in my spirit. You can't convince a person who is committed to being right. There are some people that you're just not going to convince them of anything different because they are right and right is right in their mind and they are always going to be right. And that is just that Um, I learned that the hard way, um, especially when um, and I do this thing where I like over explain myself and I want to be understood. I want to be able to always communicate what I'm feeling, how I'm feeling effectively and be understood because I feel like I'm articulating myself in a way that a person would understand me. And then when I'm not understood because the person is just so bent on misunderstanding me and being right about what they think about who I am or what I am, that they are unwilling to change their mind or perspective. Oh, that is the most frustrating thing ever. Ever in life and literally every person well I've only encountered one person so far and we're no longer friends because it was just like (laughs) ma'am I need to be able to, to explain myself and you know where I'm coming from and that's not with all people but if you're gonna be like in my circle like in my inner circle I need to be understood on some level, not in always, right? Because we're all individuals and we all have our different opinions and perspectives and all those things. But to some degree and some form or fashion of dimension, like you need to be able to understand me and not just hear what I'm saying when I'm saying something, but listening, listening to gain new information, right? Um, and being able to throw out old ways of thinking and to bring in the new. Um, So that's something that's always been hard for me because I, I try my best to communicate well and when a person is just like so bent on being stuck in their mindset and in their ways and their way is right and that's the only way, it's hard for you, girl. But I've learned that those are the type of people that don't need to be around me, period. Number four, people in glass houses throw stones because they lack insight about themselves you ever had a person just project and project and you'd be like sis that is not me i do not have those feelings like that is you i actually have somewhat of a story and i'm not even gonna say the whole story because i'm tired of doing story times okay story my story times make me emotional okay okay um but i had this experience um with an ex-friend the one I just did my last video on and stuff was going on in the church and I was trying so hard to just be very positive about any everything and remember I was like in this like I really want to call it a delusion because I really wanted to believe something that wasn't true but I was like determined to make it be what it wasn't it was a whole thing and like she texted me something in the middle of church that was so off so far from who i was and what i was feeling what i was sensing and what i thought god was telling me that i was like that's not for me and i knew it wasn't for me because the message that day at church was for me everything about it resonated in my spirit everything about it i was being confirmed and affirmed by god that okay this is what i've been telling you and this is how i'm confirming it and then she texts me this mumbo jumbo in the middle of church that was so far off that i was like no (laughs) like no you like you you're totally off you're totally wrong um and i think her lack to look inward made her project on me whatever issues she had going on that she didn't want to deal with and i was just like No, we don't do that over here. My own baggage is enough. I don't need you projecting yours on mine. So in that sense, she was throwing stones at um, a glass house. Me. Because when people can't go within, when they start feeling that uncomfortable thing, they'll try to throw it on someone else so that they don't have to do the inner work that it takes to heal and to grow and to be better. Um, Again, I've learned a lot from from the. The breakup of that friendship. We're going to keep going. We'll see what else relates to me. Let's see. What number we on? Five. You can feel guilty even when you're doing something healthy for yourself. Gosh, you ever feel just bad for doing you sometimes? Like how I just talked about self-care and spending time with myself and doing things with myself to make me feel good, to make me feel better, to make me feel refreshed and recharged and re-energized. Even when I took that week off of work, um, I always had in the back of my mind, well, uh, there's not gonna be anybody there to do this or to that, or it's gonna be really hard. Like it's gonna be really like a lot of pressure because I'm not there and not that I like hold all the weight but there's strength in numbers. And if one person isn't there, other people have to make up for where there's lack. And I kind of feel bad about that. I feel bad when I don't want to talk to certain people or have certain conversations. Because in that moment, it's not healthy for me to talk to those people or have certain conversations. Because sometimes it brings on a little bit of anxiety. And I just lose... You ever talk to certain people and you lose like a little bit of your peace and you be like, God, I need to stop conversing with you because you are not doing me no good. Even a simple conversation is like having me all scrambled eggy up here. And we don't like that. Um, Number six, people can't read your mind. Tell them what you want. Isn't it weird? That it's so much harder for us to vocalize what we need and what we want. It's so much harder for us to... Um, it's almost like we feel like when we need to express our wants and our needs that we're a burden to another person because then it puts work on them to maintain a safe space for you. As long as that's the mutual agreement, right? Right. So if they don't want to create a space, a safe space... And you don't want to create a safe space, then okay. But if it's a mutual agreement, like, okay, this is the energy that we want to have between one another or whatever the dynamic of the relationship. And it takes work to make each person comfortable with doing and saying certain things. So when I verbalize what I need and what I want from you, I almost feel guilty because I feel like I'm giving you a task. I feel like I'm giving you work to do. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes sense because that's how I be feeling sometimes. Like I feel like I'm putting work on a person, but sometimes you have to. Let's move on to the next thing, shall we? You are responsible, number seven, you are responsible for your energy. You are responsible for your energy that you be having around people when you are around or even with yourself, okay? If there is not one thing I have learned in this past year, it is that I am responsible for me. I cannot control what other people do, say, think, however they operate, but I can always choose how I respond, which is why I have this tattoo. If you have not seen my uh, get to know me tag, I explain that tattoo and I explain what it means. And pretty much it's just this right here i can't control what other people do but i always can control what i do and i'm responsible for my space i'm responsible for my energy i am responsible for my boundaries i'm responsible for the things that i say i'm responsible for what i create i'm responsible for whatever comes from me i'm responsible for it so Because we like to blame like, well, this person said this and ruined my day and this person did this and they said that and they, listen, you can't control what other people do or how they do it. I was literally just telling a person today like, these are the things that I want and that I need, but I also can't make you do it. So if you don't wanna do it, let me know now so I can biz out. okay? All I can do is control what I do. My space, my energy, what I let bother me or how long I hold a grudge or how long I hold unforgiveness in my heart or any bad thing that we allow to dictate what our space feels like, I'm responsible For that. We are responsible for that. Not that people won't do us wrong or hurt us or betray us or be backstabbing or uh, annoy us or whatever the case may be. I'm responsible for how I let your energy affect me and my space and my, my aura, right? That's all on me. That's it. So, this has been the first episode of the. Um, series and I'm super excited because I, I love Nedra and her posts are just like uh, there's such a breath of fresh air and they really give uh words and definitions to a lot of things that I feel but can't necessarily explain and when I see her post I'm like ah. Oh. That's what that meant. That's what that was. Now I understand. And um, again, uh, her posts are not a replacement for going to an actual therapist. But if you want to have your own personal growth and guided therapy within yourself, y'all, her posts are where it's at. This has been another episode of the Hashtag Truth Challenge Podcast slash web series, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for sharing my posts. Thank you for watching my videos. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for following my podcast on IG or subscribing through any of the platforms. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Uh, just all of the ways that y'all have supported me every time you like a post every time you share a post I'm so grateful y'all I'm really 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 grateful I'll catch y'all on another episode and we'll discuss the next Nedra Tawab post (laughs) peace